Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ask me, ask Eliza anything. It's time to ask. Ask me all your questions. Leave them in the Instagram comment section. Leave them on your Twitter or leave them on your Facebook. We'll see them. Turkey, turkey sandwich, turkey sandwich, no tomato. Hold the meter. Hold. Are you breathing? <laughs> I'm doing. Welcome back. To what? It's a fun you new blew, way. You blew my eardrums out. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> that I rattled your ear crystals. Loosen them up. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Eliza Anything, the podcast with opinions, the podcast that gives you your opinions, the podcast that sheds light on all of your queries. With me today, as always, is my assistant, mm-hmm. baby arm, Emily. Yes. I almost called you Alexis. I don't know why. That's really <laughs> weird. She's here. She's wearing a Wagner custom renovations hat, which was a gift from Instant Family because Mac Wahlberg was, had a company named Wagner Custom Renovations in right, the movie. The, the character, so yeah. It's a fake company. Uh huh. Upon your hat. I'm just waiting for someone to be like, oh, did you like that? Should I hire them for my work? And I'll be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, just go watch this movie. Let's get it cracking because we have a thick packet, a lot of questions, and I want to make sure that we get to them. We're not getting all I'll these, save you guys but... a lot of time. Stop calling that friend. She doesn't like you. Moving on. <laughs> That's the answer. Break okay. up with him. She's not a good friend. Move on. What? We want to still have a podcast. I'm Don't just saying. It. Dress it up all you want, but I know a turd when I see one. All right. Steph Chris 88 Hi, Eliza and Emily. Was curious on where you guys stand on keeping gifts from past relationships. I feel if the gift doesn't have much personal meaning, there is no reason to get rid of it just because the relationship is over. For example, one of my exes got me a Kindle Paper White, which I still have. I'm not a super avid reader where that helped cut down on my book purchasing. He most likely just searched Amazon top Christmas gifts. But there have been other items like concert t-shirts that I got rid of once the relationship ended because they stirred up some bad emotions. Curious of your thoughts. Thanks and keep being great. Keep that paper white. All right. First of all, you're saving the planet by not using paper books. That being said, by Girl Logic on paperback or audio. Audible. Audible. Whatever suits your learning needs best. Keep. That's it. Keep what doesn't hurt. Especially if it's something like that. Like Mm -hmm. I dated a fucking psycho who many of you know about. But he got me a pair of those Golden Goose, like, Italian skateboard sneakers that are, like, $600. I fucking kept those sneakers. Like, don't Did throw the baby out the bathroom. Those? I wore them the other day. I can't picture them. Yeah, they're ugly. Okay. But that's, like, the thing is that they're ugly. You know, throw out something that doesn't feel good. Also, the longer you go, the less sentimentality you attach to it. Like, I've got shirts from boyfriends. I'm like, this is a dope shirt. Like, whatever. Eventually, you outgrow your feelings for them. Don't 
bite the baby to spite the baby. But are there gifts that you would get rid of, like a piece of jewelry? Like, is there anything that you wouldn't keep? I'm wearing a pair of diamond earrings right now from, like, an XXX boyfriend, and I feel zero attachment to him when I wear them because they're diamond earrings. So how would you feel if the person you were dating was keeping stuff? Like, would that bother you? No. No. I I would understand, like, a Kindle is a nice thing, a laptop. Mm -hmm. You know, if he's still wearing, like, her family's, her family farm Mm T-shirt, like Wagner custom renovations, I'd be like, maybe get a new shirt. Function, right? If there's function, you're good. If there's function, you also don't have to tell the current person you're with. Like, if my (laughs) husband knew how many clothes I was wearing that reminded me of ex-boyfriends, I'd have no clothes. I think he'd prefer it that way. Naked time. I'm just kidding. I buy all my own things. But, yeah, the answer is if it hurts, throw it away or put it away. If not, but don't, you know, don't stand on ceremony just because. Just because you should. See how you feel. Also, if you're not dating anyone else, like, keep that shit. Mm-hmm. Unless it hurts. Clint well, sucks, but Rage Against Machines still rules. There you so go. keep the shirt. And it's not like you're, it's not like a mixtape. Talking about a Kindle paper white, that's a functional tool. Well, and this person says that they got rid of some stuff because it's sort of bad emotions, which that's fine. Yeah. yeah, at that point. It's unfortunate because concert shirts are dope, and one day you'll be like, who did I see Hanson reunion with? Oh, Curl. My ex-boyfriend, Curl. Curl. <laughs> Carl and Earl. Curl. Curl does sound like someone who would take you to Hanson. Curl. It's me. Pearl. Haley underscore V underscore L. Hi. <sighs> My mom is constantly texting and driving slash on her phone while she's driving, and it makes me really uncomfortable and freaks me out. Yeah. I've said something a few times, but she still does that, and I'm afraid to say something most times. Suggestions. I don't know why you're afraid. I don't know what kind of relationship you have. I think moms are also, you know, like, my mom's a horrific driver, but she also kind of knows that. But, you know, she's still got to get around. Uh, why don't you show your mom, like, a drunk uh, texting while driving video? Like, sit her down and be like, I love you so much. I don't text and drive as your child. Mm-hmm. And I worry about you as my mother. Yeah, like, there was one for a while. I think, yeah. Like, this is the last thing they texted. Yeah. I think there's a very frank way to do it in a non-confrontational way. Not while you're driving, like, Mom, put the phone down. Oh, my God, you're so annoying. But, like, quietly otherwise. And just explain to her that it is a real hazard. Give her some statistics. I can't imagine your mother wouldn't want to hear that. Well, and maybe she's on her phone and you're like, hey, are you trying to send it? Can I send Can it, I for do it for you? you? Give me the phone. And I maybe she'll realize it was not important at all. I've been surprised the amount of people where I've been like, can I text for you? And they say yes. Because if the point is to get the information out, what does it matter if you text it? Yeah. Try that and try doing it in a non-confrontational way so it doesn't feel like you're attacking her driving. Then what if it's just like sexts in there? Do you have to type it? You, you better get ready to sext your dad. Sext your dad, episode title. Hey, dad, throbbing and ready. Mm-hmm. Ready for you, quaking in my my pussy. I, I gotta go. <laughs> Mom's looking, I gotta go. Oh. Oh, whatever. You're the one that brought it up, weirdo. <laughs> Secret weirdo. I didn't think about it being the dad. Yeah, well, I, I thought did. about it being a strange, just Definitely like a different dad. man. Oh, well, that's, that's commentary on your upbringing then, isn't it? No. Your parents are very married. My parents are very married. And from what I gather, married. very normally don't all have matching haircuts, so quit asking me about that. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I was just talking to my dad. I got my head of hair from my dad. He has like a thick head of hair. You have so much hair that it's intimidating, and I find it threatening. <laughs> He just went and saw my my nana, his mom, and they both just like just hair for days. She's in her nineties, just just so much hair. I don't mean to be mean, but like I hate your nana. Like, I have no <laughs> hair, and like I could use that hair right now. You could, and it's blonde. She's been dying a blonde for like fifty years. Well, me too. It's ready for you. <laughs> no one has real blonde hair. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
it happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy and this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around and I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. C-L-S. Ant Rock. Hi, I work in an office of about 25 or so people. I've noticed several times that a coworker of mine doesn't wash her hands after using the bathroom. She just rinses them off for two seconds before leaving. It really grossed me out. Now I can't stop worrying that every time I touch something in the office that she may have also touched it with her pee hands. I'm afraid if I call her out for not washing her hands, it will be weird because why am I paying so much attention to what other people are doing in the bathroom? Should I say something to her? Should I have the office manager post a sign demonstrating how to wash your hands in the bathroom like we were in preschool? I'm having a lot of anxiety about this, and I don't know how to address this Anxiety listening to this. Help! Listen to me. 
if you knew how much fecal matter you were inhaling second to second, you would not be worried about her rinsed off pee hand. Second of all, how do you go to the bathroom? Like, is, are you just putting your hand in your urine stream? You're like, wow, this is how I pee. <laughs> no. You're okay. not touching, you're not for the most part touching your private parts or what's coming out of your body. If anything, it's hitting your thigh and like that's not touching anything. Your hands, <laughs> you're hitting the handle and the door frame and I understand there's germs, but like you're not touching your own poop or pee. You're not reaching <laughs> the toilet, like, get it back in there. <laughs> you're fine. The amount of other people whose garbage Fecal matter is all over everything is what you should think about. It's like now, in your mouth right now. So, But, okay, but in an office, you should probably wash your hands. She is. She's just not using soap. She's just, like, rinsing for, like, a second. I mean, there's nothing on there. It's not like she is patient zero. She's not the outbreak monkey. Not yet. They're, just because That's how it starts. That's how it starts. <laughs> you're also not seeing all the other people, like me, who just walk out. Because I'm like, I didn't touch my poo. I'm out of here. Right, okay, but. Sometimes I wash my hands. Don't send me a letter. <laughs> So what would you do? You would just say I would. Don't I would say move. The, I would move on and go back to work. Focus on that. You know what? Focus on getting a raise. So you can get an office. You never see her again. Get that report done. <laughs> yeah, don't report Stop her. Looking over the stalls. Also, that sign, like cool, cool endeavor. So they put up a sign that's like, "Wash up." People aren't gonna. If you're not gonna wash, you're not gonna wash. I mean, that's true. A sign's not gonna help. Just wasting paper. You need to just get over it. Or join her at the sink and put some soap in your hand and be like, "Do you need some soap?" Try it that way. No, don't do that. Why are you observing this woman so much? Well, can I tell I you like, about someone, a Reddit thing? Someone's got a crush. What? No. No, it's going to be about like, I eat a bathroom. Poop. No, I it's talk not. to turds. But it's when people were in an office and a girl just started working at this office. And this woman was like, no number two is in the downstairs bathroom. And she's like, all right, cool. You know, fine. So every time she would go to the downstairs bathroom, the woman would like come stand outside the door and I'd like, li- and she would leave and the woman would open the door and like smell around Ew. in there and make sure she wasn't doing a number two. That's so illegal. I'm the sheriff around here. Yeah, woman- I'm the turd sheriff around here. <laughs> and this woman Shit like, sheriff. Everyone else just puts up with it because this woman has just been doing it for however long and maybe there's something wrong. Maybe you're really, she doesn't know if there's really something wrong in that bathroom or it's just this woman's duty there's something to wrong keep with you her, from doing her duty. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong with that bathroom and it's a five foot six woman named <laughs> Cheryl that's standing there can checking everybody's you, numbers. Can you imagine you leave the bathroom and someone goes in and is like, all right, continue on your way. I mean, what if I'm like a hot girl and I have turds that don't smell? So is it the issue that there's a poop or the issue that it smells? And then you're shaming ugly girls. Undetermined. Those corn turds that stink. Let's get her on the line. I would love. Gladys, some of these things I read and then I just think about months later, like, I wish I had a follow-up on that. You read them and then, yeah, and then you go to Reddit. You're like, is this a thing? Turns out it. <laughs> My answer is you need to move on. You're not going to change her. You're not going to shame her. Try offering her soap. But you need to just schedule your bathroom visits literally a minute different than her. You don't have to deal with her. Unless you're the one dropping hot dumps. <laughs> now we've combined the two office scenarios. Next question. M. Gons, do you agree with me in saying that people who brush their teeth with hot water are disturbed? Why counter the mini freshness with warm bacteria inducing water? I've never even heard that. I've I, never. I like it warm. You are brushing really? your teeth with yeah. warm water? Yeah. It's nice. that, I never even thought about the temperature. No, I mean I've actually had warm water like by mistake and then been shocked by it. When did you start this? As a youth, <laughs> I don't know. Started tying my shoes and warming up the water when I brushed. You know, I don't have an opinion on this, but I'm more than happy to throw all of my weight behind an unresearched opinion. So yeah, string them <laughs> <Bacteria>. up. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> 
Danny Tarquinio, a neighbor in my apartment complex, keeps taking it upon herself to pick my homegrown cucumbers from my plot at the community's garden. I'm not sure if she's been taking any for herself, but she's left a few outside of my front door before she... Before she catches my hands, jokes would never put my hands on a woman, for picking another person's produce, how do I get her to stop without being too confrontational? My girlfriend and I are for sure the youngest residents in this complex where the average age is 50 plus, so gossip is the MO and this neighbor is one of the head honchos of drama. Thanks for all the content. My girlfriend and I love all your stuff. You were hands down my fave character from Instant Family. Thank you. Sorry for the long post. I know you like having the whole story. We do. Wait, did you? they leave the cucumbers outside so your apartment? So they are picking this person's cucumbers and then putting them in there. So this person isn't getting to pick them or right. oh, part of the garden Right. Oh, putting experience. them in front. So, so it, it sounds like they're picking them and then giving them to them. Like they're picking. Some of them. They're rationing out your own cucumbers. Right. So they're, they're picking some. Danny's. They don't know that. All he knows is that they are picking this woman is picks his cucumbers, puts them in front of his home. All of now, them or some of them? You don't know. You don't know exactly how many are out there. Uh, you definitely know. No, you when don't. When you're a cucumber grower, those are like your children. That's what it's saying. She's saying, I'm not sure if she's been taking any for herself, but she's left a few outside of my front door. So it's like she's picking it and then going. Are they fresh? Like stuff. are they at peak freshness or are they premature? That doesn't matter. What matters is a woman is picking another person's vegetables. I don't know the rules of the communal garden. I think, or you have You're your not, own plot. Got you have it. Your own plot uh, that you definitely like pay don't for. Don't be and afraid of someone just because they're go-, go up to her and be like, What's "Do you not have like find out she might have no food?" And she's like, "I'll just give them some back. I just need a cucumber. I've lost everything." But you, it, it's yours. Have. It's your money. You're the farmer. No one has a right to touch your your community. You didn't sign up for someone stealing. So go and say something. Well, everyone's afraid of conversation. But you might maybe if you phrase it as like, "Ha, you know, I really want to pick it as part of the process." Like I feel like I've I'm taking what I reaping what I sowed. Yeah, I think you're allowed to say that and then let her react. Her answer might be like, "Oh, I just thought I was helping," and it's like, yeah. "Okay, well, I want I to." That was mine. Yeah, I mean, take what does it take? Three years to grow a cu- cucumber? You know, you want to feel we're good at the end of that. You got to say something. Yeah, you do. Or this is just gonna keep. She's gonna keep stepping up she's gonna pick all your vegetables yeah. or you know maybe she's picking them right when they need to be picked and she's like these people like we were at lunch at dinner last night and my husband and I were sitting there and the couple next to us ordered this pasta and they didn't touch it they were eating other things and my husband was like it's getting cold they're missing the best part and it like he wanted to lean over and be like excuse me you need to eat that Angliati now because it's getting weird and we had to just watch them and the truth is those people were dumb and they were like this is so good they ate it cold they didn't fucking know so there is a version where that cucumber needed to be picked Right. I mean, yeah, maybe if you talk to her, she'll have some garden tips. She'll be like, oh, I just want to make sure you got their largest and nicest. Then you can scream at her. No. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Erica loves Nathan 20. I have five little kids and people are always saying stupid things to me when they're misbehaving. Like, looks like you've got your hands full. Should I just smile and move on? Roll my eyes? Or do you have a retort I could say? Kindness is always best. But honestly, when two kids are throwing a tantrum and I'm trying to finish my grocery shopping, I don't need the commentary. You're going to get it, though. Like, it's just the world is unkind to mothers and people will always... They'll seldom look at you and be like, wow, she's really... This is really difficult. That's the hardest job in the world. Mm -hmm. Um... And that's it. People will always make those comments. They feel the need to do it. And maybe that's their way of acknowledging that you're working hard versus like, ugh. Like, it looks like you've got your hands full. And maybe it's like, oh, wow, looks like you've got your hands full. I really think people sometimes are saying it to be shitty, but you, I think you just got to ignore it. I think no matter who you are or what you do, people always have the thing that they say. When my dog was alive, Blanche, may she reign forever in our memories. People would always be like, 
Oh, they always ask questions. People ask dog questions. How like, old is she? How old is she? And then I'd be like, I don't know, older. They'd be like, oh, I'm like, I know she'll die one day. It turns out she did. They were right. Uh, I think no matter what you are, people have like standard rote comments. Yeah. So I would just, pr- you know, pray for them that they don't have to be as frazzled as you are. And they don't know. I don't think women who have kids like that would ever say that back to you. So people just don't know. No one knows how hard it is to be a mom. Take it with a grain of salt. Just like I got to deal with when I tell I'm a comic. I'm like, are you famous? I'm like, (laughs) tell me a joke. Tell me a joke for free. Were you always funny? Were you always funny? The best answer to that in Mr. Saturday Night, he's being interviewed. And this guy goes, now, were you always funny? He goes, compared to you? Sure. And I think that's so funny. Were you always funny? No, I took a pill. I'm sorry like that that happens to you. Yeah, I think people are trying to be kind, but also slightly judge you. You gotta just ignore it. People just want to get involved in things. You They're know, like, here's a chance to talk to someone. They want to get involved, shame you, low key shame you. You know what I would do is completely ignore it. Then they're left with the fact that they just gave a comment to a stranger and nobody picked it up. Just look and don't say anything. Don't even look. Act like you didn't hear it. I do that so oh. much, and it just it relieves so much pressure. I'm just unaware of you. I'm dealing with my family. Get the fuck away. Or bear spray. (laughs) Bear spray. Hi, Eliza. This is anonymous. My wife is a bit of a free spirit and very different from her family. Her family is hyper-Baptist and claim to love all but are actually very judgmental. Shocker. Being the black sheep who does things like drink or party, the the bulk of criticism and judgment are focused toward my wife, and recently came to a head at our reception where her mom told her she has been a pain in their ass for 29 years. Now we don't speak to her family, and my wife's self-esteem is really poor. She thinks she's a terrible person because of her family from that night. Any advice on how I can help? I'm at a loss. I tell her she's a wonderful person, worthy of love. Obviously, I love her, and she's not a bad person, but it doesn't seem to help. She might be a bad person. No, I mean, I. he says... Or she, I don't know, says it's because of that night. No, it's because of 29 years of this treatment, you know? Yeah. Being told that she's to, I mean, I think that's a therapy situation. That's that's a professional therapy. situation. That's brainwashing your whole life from people who are very judgmental. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the version where you interject or and you go find the family and try to have, like, bring them all together. Mm-hmm. Be like, maybe you didn't mean that, like, to the mom. These people seem very close-minded. Your wife, though, has definitely dealt with a lot of this and is probably who she is in rebelling against that. Definitely need to see a therapist because her self-worth definitely comes from that. And, yeah. you know, I feel bad for her. That's really tough. She's definitely better off without them, though. For sure. And it sounds like this this husband or wife, this Maybe partner schedule, is like, nice. a little couples therapy but really more focused on making her feel better. Right, just to talk, talk it through. Or here's what you do. You get super aggressive and you go— do you think I'm a loser? And she'll be like, no. You'd be like, why would I marry you if I'm a loser? So clearly there's nothing wrong with you if I picked you. I don't love that get tone of back voice. to the hot tub. <laughs> the hot tub. Get in that hot tub. <laughs> get in the hot tub. I mean, it's going to be. Brush your teeth with the hot water. <laughs> no, so with hot tub water. Hot tub. Hot tub is like, that's where diseases happen. I don't know. Chlorine. Mm, chlorine. People don't clean them out enough. Don't go in a hot tub. Okay. I was just in one, though. But not like a not, don't go in someone's backyard. It was in Las Vegas too. But it was a spa. Was That's nice. fine. Mm. Hot tub. Hot love. Rub on your pub. All right. All right. Hope Let's that see. Uh, Can you have your shit together so people don't listen to you turning pages? <laughs> I'm no, you're still talking. Busy as drawing I a pumpkin. Now read the That's next question. Hi. Yeah. I just moved. That doesn't make up for it, just yelling the next word. I don't think you were, like, working harder because you, like, scared me. 
<laughs> well, I started to read. I was going to read one, and then it was like a little depressing, and I want us to have a little more time for that one. So. Get in the hot tub. Hi. <laughs> I've just moved about an hour away from my current job and have been debating leaving. However, they recently fired a man for saying homophobic comments about me and threatening me physically. Should I feel obligated to stay for a little longer since they went to such lengths for me personally? Nope. Those aren't lengths. That's being human. They didn't do anything other than decent. See? I think it's You tough. owe them nothing. So many jobs are like, oh, we're family. Like, I jobs— I don't know what kind of job this is. Is this like a family any job? I've had multiple jobs where you feel guilted into, like, they've done something for you, but you got to remember at the end of the day, not you. That's what totally you're saying. Like, no, I'm truly not thinking about you. I'm thinking about other Wait, jobs. you're what? Including ones you know of. Okay. Where you are basically being told that you're this family, but they will cut you if they need to. Listen to me. The fact that— your workplace was made uncomfortable because somebody's bigoted and they rectified that as they rightfully should have and that is being looked at by you like they did you a favor is unfortunate. They didn't do anything other than what was right. It's not like they financed your house for you. But that's the workforce now. It's still, you no. gotta you take what you can get. You get out of that. I, stay if you like or if you really like the people but not because they fired someone for saying the F word. Right. <laughs> like that shouldn't have happened anyway. So you're giving them credit for being like, base-level entry decent. Mm -hmm. So, it's not that like, they didn't do it—they did the right thing, not the over-and-above thing. You, you don't owe them anything besides being respectful Correct. in the way that you leave. Correct. You know, if you want to keep a good relationship, give a two-weeks notice, be cool. But you don't even—I mean, you technically don't owe someone that. Like, you— That's like saying, oh, should I finish this sandwich because it's not burning my mouth? Like, sandwich shouldn't burn your mouth. <laughs> sandwich should always be nice. <laughs> sandwich should always be exciting. You should love sandwich, and it loves you. Do not hurt sandwich. Bitey sandwich. All right. Sorry. Hi, Eliza and Baby Arm and Scott, too. No! Hello. Just me! I am interviewing for my, my dream show. job, but I am worried about taking the leap as I have a pretty good gig now. I have a good salary, good challenge, and good work-life balance. I'm worried this dream job won't turn out to be a dream after all. Do I still go for it or do I stick with what is already good? I don't know. That's tough. I don't know anything about these jobs. You got to do a pro-con list. You got to do a pro but also you're just interviewing for it. So you could still interview it, get it, and then weigh it out. Then you also might not get it, in which case— Always let them make you an offer. Well, and yeah. if, you, if you leave your current job in the right way, you might be able to go back. Oh, spoken like uh, <laughs> someone who's done this like before. Like someone who left my job politely and then was able to come back. True. I was like, can't wait for her to eat shit at this other endeavor and come crawling back <laughs> at a reduced waited. rate. You just waited and waited. Yeah, you might not get the new job. Uh, I think sometimes you're calling it your dream job and then the next sentence you're like, it might not be that great. It might just be different. And, yeah. you know, dreams are worth fighting for, so it might suck to start, but it becomes the best thing. So wait till you get it, which by the time this comes out, and then really list out the pros and cons. I'm always up for a little bit of pain for a lot of pleasure later and taking that new challenge. Right. Like what's the trajectory of both? Like one right now is great. What's it going to be in five years? What's the other one going to be? Yeah. What's the tragic turkey? <laughs> Anonymous, given how much mukbang has been referenced on the show and in true Ask Eliza Anything fashion, if you were to record a mukbang and had to order any three foods to eat during recording, what would they be? If I were to record one? If you were going to do a mukbang, what would you want to chomp chomp up? I love lobsters. I'd probably eat a lobster. Big, With, a lot of missed opportunity when you were in Japan, I feel like. My dog died, just, so I wasn't very hungry. True. I really... I did eat some tasty food before. before. I really didn't eat any sushi, and it's funny, I used to eat a lot of sushi... Especially with the environment and stuff. I just haven't had a craving for it since. And it's yeah. been a couple months. feel pretty good. feel like I must have replenished the shrimp population in the Bay Area at least. Oh, 
I love shrimp too. Um, well, the key to mukbang is crunch. Yeah, would you go go Pringles? Sure. I mean, is it at this point? I'm like, what do I want to eat? Because mm-hmm. I can listen to mukbang anytime. Uh, I think I'd eat a lobster because it's tasty, and I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe grapes, something that like burst in your oh, mouth. Oh, that's not a common one. Yeah, I'm a bi- I enjoy texture. Some people don't like it. Okay. So I don't know. All right. So you'd eat lobster, grapes, and Some Pringles. pasta, maybe. Yeah, Pringles. Pasta. Are there any pasta mukbangs you've seen? Definitely, but they're noodles, not necessarily like Italian pasta. Oh, they're like soup ramens. I like slushy. That'd be a good one. Tasty you missed mango. it was free Slurpee Day the other day. I did miss it. You missed it. Shout yeah. out to real slush puppies, one of the finest what treats is, you can get. What's Scott a, has the most what's somber a slush face. Puppy? <laughs> <laughs> because I went to a tranquil place when I had to start thinking of slush puppies. It's so cute. You know the real ones where you get them? I I went on like a mission to find the what actual is machines. It? It's like the little granular ice, which okay. has yeah. a very specific feel going down your throat. Mm-hmm. But also the real one that I'm referencing is not when it's a red blue. Take uh-huh. your pick situation. Not the icy. It's when there's this pump situation that you pump your own flavors. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That's what, I'm talking, that That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Like a flavored ice. Yeah. Yes. Like oh. at a carnival. You get flavorless ice and then you church it up you, to your you own. You do your own. Whims. And yet you chew on one side. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It's oh, so yeah. And then the last sense. bites are the best. Because it's all corn syrup. It's just goo. Because yeah. it's no bite. It just slides. <laughs> and I lay there and think of sweet, sweet death. <laughs> Next question. I recently got out of a relationship wait, where he... Wait, wait. Mukbang, summer in the city. You don't know the song? No. Mukbang, summer in the city. Hot cat looking for a kitty. Isn't that who was it? Is that Billy, Billy Joel? It's Tom Jones? <laughs> Were you going to say Billy Eilish? No. Summer in the city. I think that's Tom Jones. Mukbang, summer in the city. Hey, now it's a different world. Go out and eat a squirrel. ooh I okay. don't think that's the word. That's those are definitely the words. Can't eat a squirrel. Mm-hmm. It's don't about it's a to squirrel. a bear. It's to bears. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. 
Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. <laughs> I recently got out of a relationship where he cheated as soon as I left the state. A few days later, he broke up with me telling me I didn't make him happy. A few days after that, his roommate told me about the side hose situation. This guy is still trying to talk to me and trying to get through friends to hang out and now is going on this trip I'm going on to see my family. What do I do? Bring pepper spray? Love you guys so much. Why is he going on that trip? What are you talking about? Is I wonder if they booked the tickets before and he's just still going. Listen, the fact... Okay, there is no try. There's only do. Okay, Yoda. Yeah, I love Star Wars. <laughs> Were you worried that it wasn't the right I one? I thought it was Star Trek for uh-huh, a second. I thought. Whatever. Okay. You just wish I knew less. Every day. Cut it off. Like, block him on Facebook, on Instagram, on your phone. There is, you know, like, you have to just act like this guy is the biggest waste of time piece of shit, like, child that's beneath you. And don't allow it. The fact that he's trying makes me feel like you have um, entertained his texts. You've probably taken a call. You've probably gone out for a drink. You're giving him hope because you're allowing a shred of it. I don't understand the trip thing. Or he's a psycho. Uh, You can definitely get your family involved. uh, Or change the date. Your family would totally understand unless it's the family Mm. from the other question. Uh Um... But that's it. I think I'm not trying to like blame female comic blames victim. It sounds like you're leaving an opening. I know men are persistent. It's like I just kept asking her out. There's something you're not telling me. I feel like you've allowed a communication where you really and you you might have a little bit of a weakness for him. This guy is garbage on so many levels. Cut it off. Have the strength to cut it off completely and don't give him access to your world. Yeah. Tell your friends something like I just don't care. I don't care. And if he ever, like, sees you, just don't talk. Be like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You are a psycho. Leave me alone. That's it. Something you're doing is making him think, like, oh, I can keep talking to you. Or he's a psycho. Or he's a a total psycho, in which case you really need to change that trip. Right. And just don't, even if he's like, I came all the way here. No, it doesn't matter. Too bad for him. He can sleep on the ground outside. I told a guy one time who was en route to come see me from hours away. I was like, you are not invited. Turn your car around. And he didn't. And then I've got fucking stalkers that show up at my house. Like, so people will hear what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. That's it. Don't give them a reason. And even if you haven't given a reason, then you protect yourself, get people involved. Yeah, get that. There's no harm in getting that spray. Go get that spray. So that's it. Either scare them off. Don't tolerate. Don't, don't allow yourself to be manipulated. It's going to be so hard because you probably think he's hot. You probably do want to talk to him. He treated you like garbage. He slept with someone else, told you you weren't enough, and now he's bored because that person probably broke up with him and he's talking to you. 
you are not second fiddle unless you are in an orchestra and like maybe you're not the best but like still pretty good. All right. You are second fiddle. It is top of the cob time and we have three minutes, so. Power cob. Mm -hmm. Hit it. It's the top of the cob. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. My top of the cob. So I got TMJ. Please don't write me about it. There's nothing I can do about it. I don't know if TMJ is just like a jaw that clicks. And sometimes if I lay on my side, what? Quit <laughs> speeding speed me along. Up. My jaw, it's like weird. Like you lay on your side and then your jaw's a little weird. I recently wrapped myself around a body pillow and oh. put my head on a pillow. I had the best night's sleep to a crushing degree. To a degree that I woke up and I was like, I'm not ready for this world. Body pillow is so satisfying. Wrap my little koala legs and arms, <laughs> wedge it right between my boobs, squish one boob, have one boob out. Mm-hmm. Love it. Body pillow is my new top of the cob. Okay, my top of the cob is... Or just a really long pillow. It doesn't have to be a body pillow. <laughs> when you realize, you're like, oh, it must already be like 2 p.m. And it's like, no, it's only 9 a.m. because I woke up too early and mm. I still have my whole day ahead of me. That's a very optimistic way to look at it versus like, ah. Oh, on the weekend. I'm not like oh, amped during the week. Work. <laughs> like, oh, I still have a full uh, day of work. Bottom of the cob. Yeah, I think that's good unless you're on vacation and you're like, oh, it's 9 a.m. I'm jet lagged. Nothing is open. Mm-hmm. That happened in Japan. My bottom of the cob... Um, there was a guy yesterday in traffic on a bird scooter, but, like, in the traffic, just like a motorcycle would be. And we got a whole thing because I yelled at him, but I accidentally yelled at my husband's ear. Again, I've done this before. Oh. But it's like, hey, you're already an asshole for using a bird scooter and leaving them everywhere. Yeah. You're a double asshole for getting into traffic, endangering yourself, which I care less about, and people around you, i.e. me. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Just Dumbass. staring at me. I'm like, everybody knows that this is not legal. So I don't know if it's going to take you losing a tooth or cracking a femur. My bottom of the cob is watching a three-hour movie in an hour, and I'm so bored, but I have to finish it because I watched the first hour. Oh, you're one of those. I never feel I have to complete something I started. <sighs> three hours of the hunt for the unicorn killer. I never feel I have to complete something I... Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call. Text or chat 988 for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 